Yo, yo, yo. What's up? What's happening? It's the Great Debate Show. Jarvis Jeffries, Nick Ely, Terrence Smith. We all are back in the building. Better than ever, baby. It's the good guys. How y'all doing, man? Yeah, you and me both you and me both brother <laughs> that was an that was a very 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 intense workout yesterday and good thing it happened on tuesday i realized that it was a tuesday and um i don't i don't do anything in the middle of the week on wednesday that's my that's my rest day so um neat much needed as well much needed okay so ladies and gentlemen we got so much to talk about today uh, breaking news. I wouldn't say a lot to talk about, but we have to give our views on what's going on between uh, the NFL and Deshaun Watson. We said on Tuesday that, um, and, and Nick especially, that both sides should just shut the hell up. Well, that didn't happen. And I knew that that wouldn't happen. But I was hoping to be wrong on this. The breaking news is that the NFL... Well, Roger Goodell, we should just say, <laughs> uh, the judge of the jury is now appealing the NFL, I mean, the, uh, the Sue Robinson suspension of six games. And they are going for, I had I had said that Rus Diana Rossini, I think that's her name, Nick, had, had been saying that the NFL was probably looking for more than six games. We were hopeful that it would just be maybe eight. A few more games, even 12. They're looking for the entire season, and they're looking for more possibly, but at least an entire season. Indefinite suspension, which is what we heard all along before this whole thing popped off. So, ladies and gentlemen, what I want to ask my co-hosts, Nick and Terrence, is, is this fair? Is this right? And what is the purpose of having an arbitrator in this new CBA if you're still going, Nick, I'll let you say it because you said it perfectly earlier today. So let's start with you. Nick, what the hell is going on here? And how far, how long can this, how long can this go? Like into the season now. The NFLPA said they would do nothing. They encouraged the NFL not to do nothing. We knew that was a we knew that wasn't gonna happen. It was they were like, it depends on what she does. So here we go. Nick, I'm going to let you start off because you said something that was very, very real and 100 to me as far as the judge and the jury and you know, the purpose of her even being in this in this situation, in this lawsuit. So uh, tell us what's going on and what you think is going to happen now that the NFL is, is throwing the hammer down. I mean, yeah, so like it, it just... It doesn't make sense. I mean, you know, we, we've, you know, there's been a lot of talk, obviously, around kind of how the process works. So, obviously, uh, Judge Sue Robinson ruled to, to suspend him for six games, and so now either side, of course, had the right to appeal. The uh, the joint statement by by Deshaun Watson and uh, by the Browns were, and the NFLPA was really more so a preemptive strike, I believe, in terms of trying to to nudge the NFL towards not appealing it. But obviously we all knew better. Like I said, I, I said previously that um, it was in their best interest. You know, they, both parties were certainly incentivized to shut the hell up. You know, it was just for, for Deshaun Watson. He, he kind of got away with a lot less than what, uh, you know, a lot of people would say he deserved. And, um, you know, from the NFL side, it's like, hey, do you really want to go down this rabbit hole? Other things that he could open up, you know, in terms of trying to defend himself uh, based on how you've handled other situations. Um 
all that being said, like I said, the, the end of the process just doesn't make sense because it's like, you know, okay, Roger, Roger Goodell, you know, basically the, the arbitrator they voted on makes a ruling and then Roger Goodell can say, okay, thanks for your input, but mm, we're going to do what I wanted to do in the first place. Mm-hmm. What's the whole purpose? He's going to go appeal the ruling of the arbitrator to himself. Or he can appoint a designee who is an employee of the NFL. As if we're supposed to believe that this designee is going to make any decision other than exactly what Roger Goodell wants to do. The idea that he would actually go to those lengths to scapegoat it, I don't think he can do that. Um, just from a from a PR standpoint. Um, I mean, or maybe he is, is uh, callous enough to do that because... At the end of the day, the only people he's interested in, in making happy are the owners. So as long as they get the result that they're looking for, he gets the paycheck he wants. And, you know, as long as revenues keep going up, everybody's happy. Um, so maybe that's where we end up. But like I said, the process was just – it was very strange to me that, that the NFL gets to appeal this ruling to themselves. Uh, Nick, I'll take it a step further, as a matter of fact. Um, I think, personally, it's time for the NFL to get rid of Roger Goodell. This proves to to me that he has been the problem all along, because you have somebody that's independent, that's that's not for the players, that's not for the owners, uh, totally independent, totally unbiased, someone that is a judge or has been a judge, and she says, I want to make sure we emphasize she. This is a this is a this is a a, a woman here, a lady, uh, that Deshaun, someone who was accused of doing bad things to women, um should only get was eight or six games right and and here we go with goodell saying nah that ain't good enough hmm. nah you, you, your strap wasn't big enough your your, your leather belt wasn't big enough let me go and uh let me go and try to give him for give him for a whole season and, and all this other stuff listen the, the the era of big daddy goodell like being judge jury executioner that's over but he clearly still wants that so i i think that this is the time for the nfl owners to say hey listen um, Goodell, nice run, but I think it's over. And the, so, two things. Um, I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily agree with the ruling. I don't necessarily disagree with. I'm, I'm, I'm still very conflicted on on the on the actual six game suspension in terms of where I think it should fall. Um, what I will say is that you know from from what I've heard and what I've seen as far as what she actually wrote in the ruling. She did find a what she quoted a, a pattern of egregious uh, behavior. So she felt like he did something, but obviously uh, she, as well as the the court, decided that it was just nothing that that was necessarily criminal. Um, so whether you want to say that's that's a result of bad enforcement or bad badly written laws, that's a conversation for probably another show. Uh, and then the second thing I say is that the, the issue with what you're saying about Goodell is that. The only people that the people that are uh, that he needs to please are still very pleased with what he's doing. So at the end yeah. of the day, he's he's being a cover for for the owners, and he's continuing to increase revenue for the owners. Mm-hmm. So I mean, so past that, I mean, he's just. It seems to me, based on the way that he handles things, that he's at a point that as long as the people that pay him are happy, and as long as the revenues keep increasing, which is what makes them happy, and they don't have to deal with all the mess that he has to deal with, and he gets to be the he gets to fall on the sword. Ooh, pay me, we good, and so and they and they, and they do pay him good, and they and they pay him very handsomely. Oh yeah, and so I, I don't think that well, no, there's very few players now that are making more money per year I think than Roger Goodell, 
So, and they're all quarterbacks. Um, <laughs> and I there's like three of them. Um, and so, uh, you know, so as long as that's the case, then he, then, you know, I don't see how where Roger Goodell, where he's going anywhere. Because the people that are, that are in charge of that decision have no interest in getting rid of him. Yeah. And, and believe me, Nick, I, I, I very much know that, that it's, uh, indeed wishful thinking. But I just think that the uh, the relationship between owners and players would improve immediately with the day allowed. Because this, this is a situation where both sides tried to have some common ground, and Goodell, and Goodell alone is like, hey, look, nah, that ain't good enough. Okay. Um, good stuff, guys. And um, it's really hard to just give my whole, you know, take on this because all three of us, because we don't really know what the hell is going on. Like, we don't know what really happened. I mean, it's pretty simple if we know what took place, and none of us really know. My whole question is, where I'm where I'm confused and lost at here is that if he's guilty, yes, yeah, six games is not enough. I get it. Go for more. But if he's innocent, he shouldn't get any games at all. And I'm not sure if there's any area or shades of gray in between that. This seems like it's pretty black or white. You did it or you didn't do it. And what did you do? Was it so bad to where uh this 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 the league should actually be begging like pleading this case for we need at least an entire season and a lot of people are mad so we knew that the appeal was coming because everyone thinks that this was just too lenient everyone so i knew it was coming but my whole thing is that um what's up with the houston texans why aren't the houston texans being talked about why is it just deshaun 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 watson it seems that the texans are off the hook if anyone doesn't know, you have to go through the ESPN report and read it carefully where it does show and state that the Houston Texans settled with the NFL a month ago. Nobody talked about that a month ago, but it's happened. And I guess they're I guess they're in the clear now. But they had a lot to do with this. They the one they're the ones who drew up the NDAs for the women to sign. And if the women signed NDAs, then where's Deshaun guilty at? Besides being guilty as of being a freak, as Terrence said. I, I'm just confused as to what they're looking at. If, if it and, and if it does have any wording in the in the uh, in the whole case in the trial written by uh, the arbitrator or the, the the judge where she says that you know uh, he he's a predator. He is uh, these things that he done was uh, I think one of the words was demonstrative or something like that. It just sounds like he's this sex predator, and that's what. Colin Cowherd said that the words state, now, I don't know if that's accurate or where he's getting his proof from, but there's no evidence of anything. And I'm not taking up for Watson because if he's guilty, yeah, get him. But if he's not, this is uncalled for. And, um, hey, look, again, what looked like it was good for the Cleveland Browns, the Cleveland fan base, and Deshaun Watson, now this could be a total nightmare. Um, but, I mean, you all had to know he was going to do this, right? I mean, he wouldn't stop until Brady got at least four games, and that's Tom Brady. That's the GOAT. So I'm not surprised at all. Uh, it, now it's looking like Terrence. It looks like you're kind of right again. Not saying his career is doomed, but we don't really know what the hell is about right. to happen. You know, uh, again, $230 million contract guaranteed or whatever it is, you know, you would think that, yeah, they're going to let him play. Forget this. Mm, I don't know about that. Now, guys, before we move on to the next thing, now go ahead, Nick. Come on. Yeah, yeah obviously, yeah, I, I had two more things on it actually. Okay. Uh, for, for one, um, so there, there's a thought that uh, if 
Goodell imposes a, har- a harsher penalty, then Deshaun could potentially look to sue the NFL in court, which would then which would then allow him to be able to seek an injunction and be able to play this year. Yeah, but the, all that's temporary, though. You're right, but that's just temporary. Right. The trick to it is because apparently there's been I well not apparently I know that there has been a couple situations like this before, and so what eventually ends up happening is that. The NFL wins because they followed the CBA. And so it's like, hey, you sign them a dotted line, this this is the contract, you know, this is what it is. Um, the fun the, the thing that makes it even trickier is that because of how the Browns have structured Deshaun Watson's contract, then is it, it he's almost incentivized to take the year suspension now if that's what they end up ruling because Or he'll lose a lot of money lose a lot more money next year and so because of that it seems like the nfl is also seeking to find him as well as suspend him for the year i guess yeah. to compensate for the fact that he wouldn't actually lose any money uh you know anything that he'll miss you know from his salary for this season and i don't think that's right it was, I, I think that's double punishment it was all too good I, to be I, true I, I tend to agree yeah it was all too good to be true and that's why they're sticking it to him he just they just felt that this was man he's getting off He's how much was it like a million dollars if that no three hundred something thousand dollars a little over three hundred thousand dollars yeah that's all he was yeah, losing for missing the first six games that was too good to be true for them they're like hell to the no not a stick another thing I wanted to say you know you know what you call the not having heard about the Houston Texas settling anymore since they did a month ago uh huh you call it Roger Goodell doing his job Terrence that's why he's not going nowhere yeah yeah and that's to me why he should go. Yeah, I understand. Oh, oh, yeah, well, person that would advocate for the players, absolutely, but that's exactly why you won't. Good stuff, guys. Nick, you're right, though. What's the purpose of the arbitrator? If he's still going to be the judge with the final say, now they say that he can assist. He can. He can. He can give that to somebody else. A, a desert. A desert. Another. Uh, uh, now I forgot the word that they said, or whoever this, yeah. another designee can actually take it over. But either way it goes, he'll be in their ears. So that doesn't matter. That's irrelevant to me. But Terrence, I'm with you as well. <laughs> this is the reason why he shouldn't have his job anymore as commissioner for just giving him double punishment. I know a lot of people don't think that that's what it is. But man, look, not trying to get counsel here, but look, there's no evidence. If anybody can provide me evidence, <laughs> then come on, man. And if it, and then if there's evidence, then why was it only six games? If she said what she said about him being some sex predator and, and a lot of other things, then why is it only six games? Why didn't she go ahead and give it the whole year? They're saying that she's going off of previous suspensions in the NFL with similar cases like this. So I don't know. It's all confusing. It's, a, it's really a head scratcher. But this is going to go on for a while because the NFLPA has already came out well, they haven't came out and made a public statement yet, but there are rumors. And again, same the stuff that I heard a few days ago, it came to be true. So I'm going to say that this is going to be true as well. People are being told that the NFLPA is already saying that this is going to get real ugly and nobody's going to win. This could, you know, this could be a lose-lose for both sides, but if this is what they want to do, come on with it because we're coming too. And they're they're ready and prepared for whatever. So this is going to be And the NFL knew this. I'm sure they were aware that if we do this, if we appeal, they're going to come back. They're not just going to just let it be, regardless of what they said. They done it anyway. So this is pretty much Roger Goodell and the NFL saying, do what you please, but we're going we're gonna to have the last say-so anyway. We're, you can't touch us. We're at the top. We're the elites, point blank. Um, as L or Vince McMahon would say, I'm Vince McMahon, damn it. 
Nothing's going to happen to me. Now, he did end up stepping down, though. So, I don't know. Will somebody finally put Roger Goodell in his place? Man, all that remains to be seen. But, guys, we got to move on to another uh, story with in, inside the NFL as well. Roger Goodell plays a part to this as well. Have another bone to pick with him on this. Miami Dolphins owner Stephen Ross is suspended uh, for, like, not long, uh, up until like October, October, October 17th, for whatever reason that is. Why not give him the whole damn season? And then we don't even really know if they're suspended or not. He's the owner. I mean, what what, what, how, what does that mean? He can't do anything with his team anymore, with his franchise? I don't know how that works, but and I don't even buy it. And he was fined a million and a half dollars, 1.5. What's 1.5 to a billionaire? 1.5 mil. What is that to a billionaire? And they lost two draft picks. A 2023 first-round pick, even though I think they still have another first-round pick. And a 2023 third-round pick. I mean, a 2024 third-round pick. So they lose two draft picks and $1.5 million from the owner, out of the owner's bank account, which is nothing. Uh, Guys, I'm going to let you talk and tell it like it is. What do you think about this? In this this case, this six-month... investigation that they done they found that it was tampering going on with i guess just the dolphins owner and sean payton and tom brady they were trying to pursue both of those guys and uh on three different occasions sean payton tom brady but in the process of that they didn't find anything that brian Foles said to be true (laughs) so they say as far as you know, him paying or offering Brian Foles, former head coach of the Miami Dolphins, uh, 100K per loss. Now, that they did come out and say that they did find something small where it says something about he did. He did. Uh, Steven Ross was more uh, focused on draft placement where they were going to be picking in the draft over winning, but not so much as, hey, lose these games on purpose. That sounds like the same thing to me, but that's what I read. All right, guys, basically, uh, what the hell, uh, again, too harsh or not harsh enough. Again, now, this is tampering. The Miami Dolphins, look, let's let's go back real quick to Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. They were they lost some draft picks, and they were fined some millions of dollars or a little or some money. I don't know how much it was, but they didn't lose a Super Bowl ring. They didn't lose anything. They didn't take it away like the NCAA did, the Memphis Tigers, and anybody else in the NCAA for that matter. They still are Super Bowl champions for every year that they that it is said that they were cheating or had games videotaped and filmed, practices and all of that. So what I'm saying is, was this too harsh or not harsh enough? Everybody's talking about the integrity of the game. Well, this for some of the people in the media that I heard say this has nothing to do or this hurt no one else in the Dolphins organization other than the owner, I'd beg to differ. You lost a few draft picks, you know, and those draft picks could have picked up the next best thing. I don't know. But again, they say they're so big on integrity. This is what they found. It doesn't make Brian Foles' case look any better, though. They're not talking about his case or Gruden's case. The NFL's got a lot going on, man. And you would think with all of that going on, they would at least say, Deshaun Watson, we don't care. Go on, play. And, and yet they're still being super, super lame and petty. I'm done. Uh, Terrence, we'll start with you this time. 
What do you think about this punishment? Was it too harsh or not harsh at all? What what a punishment. Like, <laughs> I, I'm glad you mentioned the NCAA. I do feel like at some point when owners go to the extreme to cheat the game, which they're saying, this is what they're saying, saying he cheated the game. Even though they, they, they don't want to come out and admit that he paid his coach to tank games. Yeah. I see, I see options. I see, I see A. The first thing that we heard about this was uh, the former coach saying that he got paid to lose. Now I'm seeing B, where they're being fined because they were tampering. And you mean to tell me that B is true, but A isn't? Hmm. I don't believe that. Right. So I, what I think right here is we have we have an egregious owner that was going out of his way to to literally cheat the game and the integrity of the game. That says a whole lot. Drivers, if me and you are playing Madden and like you have some kind of a cheat code, like. Where's the integrity in there, right? And this guy was clearly trying to get an upper hand on people, mm-hmm. uh, or or at the very least breaking rules that were re- well established. And I feel like since you mentioned the NCAA, when things like that are that blatant, uh, there needs to be some kind of a death penalty for teams that go out of their way to do that because you can't find these guys. Like give give that guy out of a million bucks. What is that? Right. You know, you take a draft pick, you take a, a first round draft pick for a team that has two first round draft picks. And they can't trade to get more draft picks. Yeah. So what did that really hurt them? It didn't hurt them at all. And he suspended well, for, uh, until October, I think. Yeah. Suspended for what? Because he, is he not allowed to make profit on his team until that time? <laughs> and we don't even know if that's true. But, yeah, pretty much. I, I think that, I think that we're, they are so focused on uh, treating the players like criminals. One of the owners even – Old man McNary even called him that. Uh, what did they call him? The inmates are running the asylum. Um, and they, they, they don't even think about these owners who are out here just being snobby billionaires. No, nah, man, come up with a different penalty for those guys. Come up with a conduct policy for the, uh, for the owners, just like you do the players. Right. Yep. So, <clears throat> so the first thing is that I found it almost – insulting to your intelligence to say that yes we found that Stephen ross did say to blind brian flores that he would pay him a hundred thousand dollars per game to lose and that you also found that any other conversation that brian flores has alleged in his lawsuit that you also say yep Stephen ross said those things but he was being sarcastic I find it funny for a couple of reasons. One, because who makes a joke like that? You know, especially when he when he said that, um, you know, that he was prioritizing, you know, the draft. And then number two, I would find it more sarcastic if he'd have said a million dollars a game, because then potentially you're looking at losing seventeen million dollars in extra pay to your coach that you got to pay under the table, as opposed to one point seven million dollars for a hundred thousand dollars per game if they were to go oh and seventeen. Right? And so then you then you look at it from the standpoint and go, okay, well well how does that play in terms of Brian Flores's contract? And you realize that that's a that's a much more reasonable percentage of a contract to orchestrate as a bonus if he was to give you the losses. And you gonna you gonna just tell me he was being sarcastic? That's that's kind of a slap in the face, number one. Um number two I find it strange that the NFL claims to have a stronger code of conduct for owners than they do for players, but Calvin Ridley gets a whole season off the bat, and indefinite is guaranteed at least for the season, 
for gambling fifteen hundred dollars on teams on other teams other than the team that he plays for in games that he wasn't playing in. Okay, sorry about that. We're gonna we're about to get Nick right back in here in one second. About to get him right back in. He's making a very good point, a very very good valid point, ladies and gentlemen. And um, <laughs> yeah, these guys were suspended. Nick, go ahead and finish 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 your uh, your take on that. We, I'm sorry, I lost you for a minute. Wait, well, yeah, but, but then Stephen Ross, you know, you look at him and he doesn't and he isn't even suspended for the season, which I don't even know what a suspension actually means. For Okay, hold on. We're, we're, we're ending. We're ending the uh, the. Uh, I'm sorry about that. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Okay, there you go, Nick. I'm sorry about that. Uh, now, please finish. Please finish. Ah, well, I thought I. Okay, sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. Um, trying to get Nick back in here. He's um on. He's really. He's got. He's really got some good stuff going on that he's talking about with him. And um, the Miami Dolphins and this whole suspension or lack thereof, I guess we should say. Because that's pretty much what it is. Um, okay, okay. Now, sorry about that, Nick. If you could you know, continue. It's, it's like the owner who does, who's not even, you know, from, from my understanding, even really involved in a day-to-day -day process of the team. He doesn't get a year off the bat for for very blatantly cheating. Yeah, you you guys even said in your investigation of Calvin Ridley that yep, you know we we know who he bet on. He, he didn't get any inside information. He wasn't playing in the game. You know, blah 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 blah. But you know that this guy went and intentionally circumvented the rules, and he doesn't he doesn't get nearly as severe of a punishment. But he's supposed to be held to a higher standard. Come on, man, that's a joke. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Um, <laughs> all right, so so Stephen Ross susp uh, again suspended until October seventeenth for whatever reason. That's how, how they looked at the suspension on three different occasions. This is the reason why it, it's it's a little bit too lenient for me because it's three different occasions that they were tampering. You know, right. with Brady or Peyton, Sean Peyton that is, and um, and we just heard that Sean Peyton was thinking about. You know, like going to the Dolphins, it was close. He was going to do it. It was possible. Possibly still could happen if he comes back, if the situation is right and all of that stuff. Or we heard it before they hired the coach that they've got now. So that confirms that it definitely was tampering. But it just, for me personally, just me having common sense. You know, like why in the hell would Brian Foles make up something like that? Hey, he offered me 100 k to lose. And uh, look, I know money – Everybody has their price, as the million-dollar man Ted DiBiase would always say back in the day. And Brian Foles may have his price to settle because that's definitely what they're going to try to do. But for some strange reason, no, well, not strange, for some reason I just got the feeling that Brian Foles is about that life. And he's that dude that's going to just say, man, the hell with y'all and y'all money. Man, I just want everybody in the world to know you know, the type of individuals you are and how sick and how mean and cruel and evil that you all are and how you don't give a damn about anything but your pockets, you know, and, and packing these stadiums. And um, I think he's going to – I don't know if – I don't really think he's going to budge. And I think that he didn't – I don't think he made that up. I don't think these are lies. And I think that um, he and Gruden, who definitely can be an asshole, I, I just think that you pissed Gruden off too now. 
and he's kind of like R. Kelly right now. Like, yeah, I did this and did this with these children, but yeah, y'all ass did it too. I'm gonna tell it, and I'm gonna tell it on all of you. That's what Gruden is. That's what Gruden is about. So you've got to deal with him. You got to deal with foes. They covered up what they wanted to cover up, and they let out the bag what they wanted to let out the bag. And and that's not much. And they didn't suspend him or fine him much. Again, 1.5 mil is nothing to a billionaire. And everything that Terrence and Nick said, I agree with. This is just more and more reason to let everyone know and, and confirm what we're saying about Roger Goodell, the commissioner. But again, as, as Nick confirmed, as he just said earlier, as long as the owners are happy and satisfied with him, which they are, because he is continuing, continuing to just generate more and more revenue each and every season, salary cap going up and up every year. We don't even have to worry about salary caps anymore, really. I mean, look at the Los Angeles Rams. It's almost like they don't have a salary cap, but it's because everybody's is going up every season, and it's because of him. And the games in London, the games in New Mexico, the games, it's every damn where. He just, he knows how to market. He's a marketing genius, no doubt about it, and the owners love him for that. And as long as he's doing that, he's not going any damn where. I feel for Deshaun Watson if he's innocent and if he's guilty, all right. Then, oh, well, no sympathy. Um, but he definitely needs to be on the phone with Michael Vick and uh, if he gets out of this thing. And I'm not cool with the, you know, like the injunction or whatever where he can play right now. It's just temporary. This whole thing can pop off week eight, week nine, and he's he has to go right back to the bench or just away from the team. Uh, this is crazy. I was afraid of it. This is what's going to happen. Now the Cleveland Browns are back to what? The bottom three, number three in the AFC North again? I'll yeah, go. well, I think I think one tidbit of the uh, appeal process is that it has to be an expedited process, so it's got to be pretty fast. Uh, to the best of my knowledge now, this, this, the suspension could also be lowered right there. I mean, there's a, there, I mean, I know that's pretty much not going to happen, but there's also <laughs> that, there is that possibility of it being lowered. Right. Uh, so I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to just uh, still complete doom for the Browns and, and for Deshaun Watson. But um, this being a quote-unquote expedited process does give me some hope that – and and, and I, I think the, no matter where you stand on this, you just want this long three, two, three-year saga to be over. I'm ready for it to be over, man. We, we've had so many episodes based on Deshaun Watson and his mess. I'm just – I'm legitimately ready for it to be over. Uh, so I, that's, that's the one glimmer of hope that I do have is that Hey, maybe this time next week something's been resolved to some kind of point, but it's looking like NFL is trying to play the long game with it because that's exactly what's going to happen. That bothers me. Yeah. Uh, what about the Miami Dolphins? Does, what does this say for the Dolphins franchise, the organization? And does this affect anything? If not, probably not. Like the season that they're going to have, even though we know that, hey, they didn't get Brady, they didn't get Sean Payton, but they but they went for him and it was tampering. Does does anybody question the integrity of the Miami Dolphins and the owner, Stephen Ross, or do you just say, hey, man, we hadn't been good since Dan Marino. I don't blame him for trying to for trying to do what he did. He was trying hey, to win. If you ain't cheating, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying, but you got caught. <laughs> yeah, but, but, you, but you got caught. That's right. But you got caught, partner. Oh, the Miami oh, Dolphins. Yeah, I, to be clear, the idea that this is new or that he's the only one that's done this, oh, you, no. you're not going to make me believe that. But no. you got caught. Yeah, So, I mean, right. you know. That's right. That's like, right. Like for the Patriots. I don't I don't think the Patriots were the only ones recording. Belichick didn't wake up with this genius idea of saying, hey, let me go record this team. No, that's been going on. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, you win, two or th- you, you win two or three championships and 
you know, hey, somebody, somebody's want to tell on you at some point. I think Mangina was the one that told it on him. Right. Mangina was also a division competitor at the time, so of course he told it. Yeah. I mean, even for, for, for Sean, for Sean Payton in particular, like if you, if if uh, uh, Stephen Ross was able to have this conversation with him, you think Jerry Jones didn't? Come on, now. right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, right. Absolutely. No doubt. No doubt. Come on now. Well, um, here we go. Uh, yeah, hey, this is typical Roger Goodell, though. We can't say that he's that he's, you know, choosing sides here. I mean, he did it to Brady. He did it to Ezekiel Elliott. He will stick it to you every chance he get if he can get it. I, I'm just, again, back to what Nick said, though. What's the purpose of the judge? What is the purpose of the arbitrator being in the CBA if he still says, eh, yeah, six games? Nah, that ain't, I ain't feeling that. Um, you're not, your services are no longer needed. I got it from here. Uh, that's crazy to me, and uh, but I'm not surprised once again. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's about all we have uh, for the show today. We will get back to our predictions of division by division back on Tuesday. We will be here and uh, YouTube Live. We're doing that now with the Great Debate Show. Uh, we're out Podbean. Uh, again, we're available wherever you get your podcast. Hit the follow or subscribe button and download during the show while you're listening, before you listen. Even if you don't listen, we appreciate it. Rate and review the show. We'll be back Tuesday to do the NFC South. We've already done the NFC East. We've done the NFC North. And now we're coming back to the South. And this time we're going to start giving records. We uh, let's, so, so, guys, I advise you, make sure you check their schedules. Make sure you, you know, look at your wins and losses before you just say they're going to be two, three, four, number one. Let's, 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 let's go ahead and give them, predict their records. We're doing NFC South. The New Orleans Saints, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. A lot of people may think that's it, but, hey, Baker Mayfield's in Carolina. And the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> a lot of people think the Atlanta Falcons are at the bottom of the NFC barrel. However, um, they've got this tight end who had a thousand, over 1,000 receiving yards in his rookie season. I don't think anyone has ever done that. Um, and I think the sky's the limit for that guy. Uh, what's his name again? Pitts. Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts. Watch out for him. If, now, I don't know if Marcus Mariota is going to be his quarterback or if they're going to go with the rookie Desmond Riddle or if Jimmy Garoppolo could be their quarterback if, they, if a trade happens. Who knows? But the Atlanta Falcons, some people think that they're doomed. Mm, maybe not. We'll see. Um, oh, Ridley is not playing. This in, hold on. Ridley is not playing the entire season, though, is he? Correct. Well, yeah, maybe they are doomed then. We'll do the <laughs> – we'll look at the NFC South, though, and um, again – I got another shocker for you with my prediction. We'll be back on Tuesday. Me and Terrence, we've got some wrestling reviews, SummerSlam review, Monday Night Raw, and AEW Dynamite review. That's coming up a little bit later or, well, when you listen to this on a Thursday, just go ahead and click the next one because it's right there. Available wherever you get your podcast. Download, subscribe, rate, review, follow us. And uh, it's the good guys here at the Great Debate Show. Terrence, Nick, before we go. Is there anything else that you all would like to add that I'm missing or that I left out on before we go? Well, I will say on this day in sports history in 1977, Tom Brady was born. So it is Tom Brady's birthday. Happy birthday to the GOAT. Um, 8-3, that's right. It is 8-3, isn't it? It is. Yep. Happy birthday to the GOAT. Oh, and for for betting purposes, just want to let you all know, if you haven't done it yet, you probably did as soon as Julio signed with the Buccaneers. But I've said when I was doing my gematria, and I'm not trying to just tell you this and, hey, go do it. You're going to win some money. 
I don't even know what the odds are right now for the Buccaneers, but you probably got to put a lot more money on the Buccaneers, especially with Julio Jones, to win. But the whole thing, the Super Bowl, or at least the NFC Championship, I will say the whole thing, 2022 champs, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers could possibly win the whole thing. Tom Brady born on 8-3. That's today, his birthday. Happy birthday, GOAT. If he wins the Super Bowl this year or next year, the next time he goes to the Super Bowl, if he wins, he will be 8-3 in Super Bowls. Being born on 8-3 and being 8-3 in Super Bowls as a record, mm, Jamatria says that could possibly happen. So I'm just saying, like, if you want to just put something on it, that's just my that's just my two cents but hell what the hell do i know uh tom brady happy birthday man 45 years old he's entering his 23rd season in the nfl i mean i'm not mad at him but at just some point it just still ain't found that cliff that max kellerman was talking about still hadn't found that cliff yet and that look he never had a hall of fame career since he since he was supposed to fall off that cliff another hall of fame career yeah you're right (laughs) another hall of fame career on top of the one he already had I'm not mad at him or hating on him, but it's just at some point. Is anybody sick of Tom Brady though? Like, I mean, it seems like he's just this guy who just won't go away. I'm I'm not I'm not gonna leave. As long as I can play, as long as I can get whoever I ask for, get all the weapons I want here in Tampa. I'm just not leaving because I want all the attention. I want all the limelight. I mean, he just seems like he just can't go away. Is it just me that I'm ready to see him go away? So just to be clear, Tom Brady, since Max Kellerman said he's going to fall off, the, off a cliff, has thrown for 22,938 yards, 168 touchdowns, has 65% completion percentage, four Super Bowl appearances, three rings, two Super Bowl MVPs, one league MVP, and three Pro Bowl appearances. That's, he's literally had a Hall of Fame career. That's almost another career. <laughs> that's almost somebody else's career. Wow. Yeah, man. Hey, these, these guys are on TV, and they have to go out of their way to say uh, to give these quote-unquote hot takes. This is one time where someone fell right on their face. He Odell Beckham reached for that one, boy. I'm trying to tell you. Yeah, man. He, he stretched out like Jordan on, at the end of Space Jam. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I mean, one of the funniest TikTok videos that they could do is when Tom Brady retires for good. Or, hell, he could do it now. And just, you know, like Max Kellerman, Tom Brady. And he just opens the door. The doorbell rings. Max Kellerman opens the door. Is Tom Brady at the door with some, you know what I'm saying, with some bacon and sausage. And he's like, what's this for? And he says it's to go with all the egg on your face. That would be the funniest t- TikTok commercial that they could do. <laughs> you know, because there's a lot of egg on Max Kellerman's face for that one. I mean, that cliff never happened. And damn it, yeah, I don't can, know can, if it's going to happen. Live that down. No, he never could. And I'm not even sure if for it's going to happen. His, for, all, for all of his boxing knowledge, and I, and I love to hear Max talk, talk boxing and the call boxing. Yeah. Uh, that right there made people think that he didn't know what he was talking about. And I, I like his force take generally, but yeah. that was a terrible one. Yeah, yeah. He, he, I, I, I second that. Yeah. I, I generally like Max as well, but that one I was like, I'm like, wow, boy, you, you could not have been more wrong. Well, all right, but not look now. But let's say this though. Let's say this. When he, his last season in New England, it did look like the cliff was right there, and his foot was like on a banana peel. I'm not gonna lie. Before he went to Tampa and got all this talent that he's around, it was pretty bad in New England. Now again, he didn't have any talent, but if you're the goat, I mean. Shouldn't you have to still won at least a wild card game? They beat, they lost to the Titans. You know, I don't know. But, again, we know he's not trash. We know he's not over the hill because look what he's doing. And he had one of his best seasons of his career last season. That could possibly top that this season. But I'm just saying that 2019 was pretty forgetful. And a lot of people thought that this was the end of the road until 
you know, you see what happened. Now, I knew better. That's why I was saying, I was telling Niner fans, hey, y'all don't want Tom Brady instead of Jimmy G. And Niner fans were just like, man, I dare you. We've got Jimmy. We don't need him. We don't need his old. Okay. How did that work out for you? He's got a Super Bowl since he's left uh, New England. And Jim Jimmy Garoppolo is on his way out of San Francisco to who knows where. <laughs> but again, what the hell do I know? Um, guys, anything else? Uh, shouts out to the late great Ben Scully. He passed away yesterday. Uh, oh yeah, nine, yeah. ninety-four years old. Literally the boss of baseball. Yeah. Uh, but hey, going going to better and greener pastures. That's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, that's right. Ben Scully. Real. Our condolences to his friends and family. And uh, ninety-four years. Whew, that is a nice long life. Uh, that's we a long time. we we've lost two legends here in the in in the past several days here uh, from Bill Russell to now. Uh, passing away at 88, and now Vince Scully. Uh, thoughts and prayers to, to to their family and friends. And, uh, yeah, man, 67 years of doing the same job and doing a very good job at it. Like, that's, that yeah. is remarkable. 67 years. I mean, at 67, you hope to retire. He done it for that long. And, you know, like, whew, wow. I don't know when he retired or when he hung it up, but, yeah, that was that, – that's that's ridiculous, uh, but anyway, um, <laughs> I just saw Nick text. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, oh yeah 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 I'm looking at it now. <laughs> uh, so ladies and gentlemen, that's all we've got for you today. We will be back again, as I said on uh, Tuesday, with uh, more sports takes and uh, our NFC South predictions, and uh, and after the NFC South, we get to the great NFC West. Or how great is it these days? We'll we'll discuss it. And anything else that pops off. Uh, anybody know what the hell Kevin Durant is doing right now these days? That just got so quiet and stale, that story. Getting ready to play for Brooklyn. Getting ready to play right, for Brooklyn. Getting ready for the season. Right, right, right. Um, yep, that it is what it is. Um, that, yeah, that, that's it. That's all we got. Me and T again. We've got wrestling takes. We've got a lot of good wrestling news that we got to catch up on and get to you uh, coming up. It's the Great Debate Show. Thank you for listening. And um, y'all be safe out there. Peace. Take care, guys. Yeah, though.